I had such big plans to become a social media superstar, like a viral superstar. And viral sensation. A viral sensation. And not only that, make some extra money in the process because I was going to go on TikTok and live stream our dogs sleeping. That was my big plan. And I was all set up and ready to do it. But you need 1,000 followers womp, womp. on the TikTok app before they'll activate the go live feature. And I don't have that many. Oh, that's very sad. I don't really. I don't even have TikTok. So you're ahead of me. I have zero followers. I signed up for it and then didn't really ever. Because the kids are doing it. Because all the cool kids are doing it. And I signed <laughs> up for it. And like for the first week, it was kind of neat. Then it became redundant. Like it was all the same thing over and over. And I got uh, too much going on. So I didn't really pay attention to it. Somehow I got 10 followers. Nice. So I went on, on Instagram and Facebook and I was like, can you please follow me? I want my dogs to be famous. And I think I'm up to like 250 people. Woo. So I think here's my ask because I still want to do it. If you have a TikTok account or if you've been thinking about getting a TikTok account, get one and then follow me. Jeff Dollar is the name. If you don't have a TikTok account, there's a very good chance your kids do. So ask them to follow me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care who the initial followers are. I just want to get to the live stream so y'all can hear Sadie snoring. <laughs> that's that's the goal. Got it. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for canine CBD products. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Jeff And I would like to be more specific about this gratitude because we had like an administrative adult thing that has been on our looming to-do list of things, just irritating the daylights out of me for a long time. And I woke up this morning to a note from my husband saying, it's done. And I just like the clouds, the skies parted and angels came down and he just totally took care of it. And I'm so grateful to have partner in you. I would like to go on record and say, because you yesterday when you were like, or the day before when you were like, get it done, get it done, get it done. You were saying, it'll just take you 40 minutes, sit down and do it. Well, it didn't. It took over three hours. I actually said three hours in my first estimation, but I was like, Jeff, and it's something only Jeff can do. Like it's for both of us, but you know, I've done my part and I was waiting on Jeff to do his part. And I was just like, I won't say salty because I feel like sometimes, you know, like you were salty, but but you, it's not, you were in, allowed to be salty because right. you sent the initial email like on January 24th, 18th, actually 18th and said, Hey, here are the five or 10 or I think it was like 10 things left that we have to do before we can turn this into the accountants. And I said, cool. And that was January 24th or 18th or whatever. Right. And it is now March 6th. So it's been some time. It's been a little bit of time. And I thought I was like very patient. And I wasn't being salty just for the, 
you know, sake of being salty, like, oh, I'm going to show him and I'm going to freeze him out until he does what I want. But it was like, hey, you know, we talk all the time. If something's really bothering you, say it. And I was like, Jeff, this is driving me nuts. Like, I know we have a lot going on, but like, I'm going insane here. And he was like, all right. It's all done. Oh, I'm so grateful. Stayed up late to to get it done. And uh, it was in perfect Mercury and retrograde fashion. It was not without... It was not without error. We had Although I actually I think Mercury is now out of retrograde. It is. Okay, so it you was You can't blame it on that. Mm. We we did have a weird night. What was it? 2 nights ago? It wasn't last night. Yeah, 2 nights ago. Um because there was a lot of thunder and our beagle is has super anxiety, but it's only about thunder and fire. it's not everything. It's particularly thunder like and i uh that's why i was grateful for the canine cbd because she got two doses that evening and still managed to wake you up (laughs) so i was very proud of myself i went to therapy on wednesday which is great and i was like leaving there saying you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna stick because we were talking about how anxious my brain gets and like why my adhd is on overdrive and i actually didn't even tell you this but one of the things she said is you, your ping ponging going on in your head of stuff you have to do goes crazy when you add more to your plate. And since we're planning a bunch of stuff right now, and I have a lot on my plate, my brain is just everywhere. So she's like, I want you to, before you go to bed one hour, put your phone away and like set your alarms for the next day, whatever, and then put it away. Don't touch it. Don't look at it. Don't glance at it, whatever. So I was in bed asleep at 6.30 PM and I was so proud of myself. And you had put your phone down right after dinner. So you had gone at least an hour without it. Yes. So I was like, and I, um, like breathed in some essential oils that I have. And I did like some breathing and I was like in my happy zone, go to bed, sleeping, 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 sleeping. Everything's normal. 12, 15 rolls around and Sadie starts, Sadie likes to, um, what I can only assume is like digging holes out of our house. Like she's not trying to do anything. She just wants out of the house where the thunder is. So she just starts pawing and 12, 15, she starts pawing and Jeff was fixing something in another part of the house and didn't hear it. Cause usually he'll like quickly hear oh, the dogs. That, you know, that was like the third time that she got up and wanted out of the room. No, I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. That had been going on since 9 PM. Oh my gosh. And I so, had taken Ambien, but yeah, she woke me up. And so that was a 12, 15 wake up. Then I went back to bed. Then Jeff snored a little bit and I like couldn't get back to sleep. So I went and slept in the guest bedroom for like an hour and then I woke up. So that was a weird night. The whole reason I think be, that I was snoring to be totally honest is because Lil or Sadie got up at like nine and was pacing, but there was no storm. Sometimes I think she just detects the pressure or whatever off in the distance. Mm -hmm. So I didn't give her any CBD then. Then she went back in the bedroom. Then at like 1030, she wanted out again. And I was actually picking up, like trying to get ready for bed, but I gave her some CBD and I made her stay out here with me. Mm -hmm. And then she finally went back in at like 1130 and everything was chill, but I didn't realize that I wasted a whole hour. Mm -hmm. So I, I was finishing up answering emails about to go to bed. And I, in a perfect Jeff dollar fashion, remembered that I wanted to put new caps on my ear pod things. Mm -hmm. So I went and dug those out and put the new caps on and then put them in and then started listening to podcasts. (laughs) And all of a sudden out of nowhere, here comes a very angry looking 
Callie with a sad looking beagle behind her looking at me in total like oblivion wearing <laughs> earbud, earbuds in the other room like, what's up? And I wasn't mad. I was just, I was groggy because I had taken Ambien uh-huh. and I was, you know, two hours away from waking up. So it was like, she had woken me up in a, you know, probably like REM sleep or something. And uh-huh. then I just came out and, and Jeff like has his headphones on. I've got one eye open. It was just like a night in the dollar house. It was funny. But anyways, all good because it's Friday. All right. I would like to call everyone out. And by everyone, I mean the overwhelming number of people that called and left a voicemail saying that you take your phone in the bathroom with you, you disgusting human beings. Uh, I know I saw on the printer this list of facts that you have compiled and I am, I am, I might be coming over to your side of things. Thank you. This is so gross. And by the way, if you're wondering, I Clorox wiped my phone today. And this is, we'll talk about it afterwards because with the whole coronavirus thing and everybody paying more attention to, to hand washing and germs and cleaning off surfaces, maybe this is hitting a little bit different. I'm going to read them by order of, oh my God. And the first one is. Hold on. Is most, oh my God first or are you building up? Most, oh my God. Okay. So you're going to start right off with the gross one. Right out of the Uh, gate. Okay. A University of Arizona study found a worker's office desk where most of us leave our phones for around 40 hours a week has hundreds of times more bacteria per square inch than that of a typical office toilet seat. That makes, okay, that's gross. That's disgusting. And an office toilet seat, not your own personal one at your house. The one everybody uses, those germs are worse. You might as well put your phone on your, the toilet in your office over your desk. Okay. Got it. But not my desk. Cause I, um, Clorox wipe it. Got it. Do you, have you always Clorox wiped your desk or is this a new coronavirus thing? No, I always have okay. just like, I don't know. I just I feel to- like sometimes I'm like, eh, or, you know, like my boss was sick two weeks ago. So I just like wiped down the whole office. Ain't, I no- just, ain't nobody got time to get a cold. Nobody got time. I also do that with my work badge and my, um, iPhone. Frequently. I, I um, used to do that at the radio station because radio studios are open 24-7. So especially after the weekends, I would bring Clorox wipes and wipe my whole desk down and people would make fun of me. And years ago, like like 10 or 15 years ago, I actually purchased my own microphone because one day it dawned on me how many people were coming in and using, like sitting where I would sit and mm-hmm. use my co-host microphone and then I would have to talk into it for five hours a day. So I get it. Yeah. I also, um, I have two desks at work cause the one's like in studio and one's like in my actual office and then one in the studio, more than a handful of people use every single day. And I wipe it down every day. They should thank you for that. They should. You're welcome. Coworkers. A 2009 study looking at bacteria being removed from phones saw that mobile phones are reservoirs reservoirs of pathogens since they touch different users, all having different health conditions. I am so aware of this now because we're going to talk in a second about the, the, all the coronavirus advisories that are coming out. And number one is don't is wash your hands followed Mm -hmm. very closely by never touch your face. And all I think about now is how much I touch my face. Oh my gosh. I touch my face all the time. I don't even realize I'm doing it. Well, I just just did it a second ago. Like I just had a scratch, like an itch, and I used my finger to scratch it. And it's 
it drives me nuts because I was never aware of it before. Yeah. And it's not a it's it's not even really a paranoia thing about getting any sort of flu right now. It's just because it's so much in the news that it's all I can think about. Studies have also shown that serious pathogens can be found on smartphones, even E. coli. E. coli is what 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 comes out your butt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just uh, think about that, friends. Oh my gosh. What if you have No, don't say it. Okay. We, we don't have to think. I'll be of done. It. I'll be done. In case you're eating breakfast, you're welcome. Anyways, stop taking your phones with you to the bathroom and Clorox your dang phones. That's all I gotta say. It Just ma- come on, people. This it, is gross. It made me realize because you can't if you're paying it, you can't avoid the coverage of coronavirus and they're giving you know, advice out saying, wash your hands as frequently as possible because this particular strain of the flu is, is spread by like the droplets, mm-hmm. right? So you've got to touch it and then it's got to get from you into your body. So wash your hands frequently, but then stop touching your face because the germs will crawl in your mouth or in your eye or in your nose. And that's how they get inside you. And I'm like, I cannot touch my face, no problem. And now I've realized I can't not touch my face. It's like, I would say and a good equivalent is when you don't have your phone with you and you don't realize how much you're touching your phone yes. until you don't have it. And then you're like, wait, why am I nervous right now? Like, I need to touch my phone. I need to pick it up. I need to look at the weather. I got to look at the time. I just need to hold the phone. Same thing. I think you and I should have a tough love weekend where this whole weekend, every time we catch each other touching our fa- our own face, mm-hmm. we should just say face, no matter where we are, <laughs> okay. what we're doing, we just say face because it'll be like, is it the Pavlog dog response where eventually you learn that you don't that want- That it's bad. That it's bad to do that. I don't know. You might have to put a shot collar on me. Do you want to do that? Zap. Ah! <laughs> every time you touch your face. Speaking, I mean, going back to what we were talking about um, just a little bit ago about anxiety, going to sleep, stuff like that. I was having a conversation with my therapist and Jeff, I haven't even told you this really yet, but about my word brave, because I told her like my word of the year is brave because I want to make decisions out of bravery instead of out of fear. And I was telling her how if you, if you really wanted to be brave, wouldn't you start bringing your phone into the bathroom? Touche. <laughs> Touche. So I was telling her that, um, see, this week's so ADD. I like cannot focus when you go off tangent. Oh, yeah. So I was telling her about the brave thing. Then I was telling her all of my fear that's going into our big event that we're having in May because we're fully in planning mode with it. Every day we're having conversations about it. We're talking budget. We're talking all of this stuff. And it's really the, I mean, Jeff's done comedy shows before, so he has sold tickets to something that involves his name before. I have not. And there's a lot of fear associated with that. And I am choosing bravery, but I am constantly in fear of what if no one comes? What if people hate it? What if like all of those what ifs? And my therapist said- We, get, we, we have a space that holds comfortably- 500 people, but we would need 400 there for it to look like an event, right? So we're planning on 400 people. And I think Callie's biggest fear is 30 people show up. And we're in this giant room and there's just a little pocket of people in the corner. Well, and in 
I think the fear is because we were talking about this in therapy because she was telling me, she's like, what's the worst thing that happens? Or what would you tell a friend if they were scared of that? And I said, well, what I would say is, okay, so you have 30 people that love what you're doing and that's your chance to bond with every single one of them really intimately. And you have a whole unlimited amount of food to eat yourself. And you know what I mean? Like you drink and have fun. So I would tell a friend it's no big deal, but I can't get past the fear. And she said something really interesting. It was an aha moment for me. She said, being brave has nothing to do with the outcome. Being brave has everything to do with taking the chance, not what the result of that is. Right. She's like, you said that you wanted to focus on being brave right now. You're not focused on being brave. You're focused on the end result and bravery doesn't have anything to do with the end result. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like you hear those stories of athletes, you know, um, I'm thinking, I think it was like a high school or college runner a couple of years ago that broke her ankle while she was racing. And I think for her, um, probably, winning in her head was placing. I don't, I don't remember that story. Did she go on to finish the race? She did, but she limped it and she limped to the finish line, obviously, but she didn't place. And I think going into it, she was thinking, okay, I'm going to place one, two or three. Well, she, I think was like dead last or something like that. Of course she broke her ankle. Right. But what she did in the journey was brave. And just because she didn't place doesn't mean she's not brave. Well, so my thing is, so my therapist, what she was saying to me is if your event is a total failure, that doesn't mean you're not brave. Like you, it's a very brave thing to do. Well, I think the other way to look at that or the other perspective to take is anybody who is battling a chronic illness, a terminal illness or a debilitating illness who gets up every day and fights through it, mm-hmm. knowing that the outcome might might not be ideal, mm-hmm. that doesn't negate their bravery getting up every day and fighting mm-hmm. the fight. That's exactly what I said to her yeah. yesterday. Um, I said, you know, if someone passes away from cancer, you don't say, oh, they weren't brave. They didn't beat it. You're right. like, wow, the journey. That was a really brave thing to do. And I, I partially wonder if, you know, I think if it were me and I was looking at someone else saying, oh, they had, they only sold 10% of their tickets or whatever it is. And just for context, we haven't even started selling tickets. But um, I think that we're all kind of quick to say, oh, that was a really bad look instead of, wow, that was really brave. Right. What they did. So I'm trying well, to like. Well, at what point do you go, well, that was really stupid to, to rent a 400 person space and. Right. And pay, <laughs> pay for food and drink and only, and not think, and only have 30 people show up. Right. So. So you can be brave, but also be stupid. <laughs> be stupid. No, but you know what I'm trying yeah, to accomplish 100%. here is like, I think instead of like our brains go to, this is a failure. What if it was, wow, this is really brave. And we were focused on the brave part of that. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm going to try to keep telling myself that cause I'm still letting fear creep in, but I'm, I feel like I'm making brave decisions. Um, but I just have to remember that bravery has everything to do with the journey and nothing to do with the end result. All right, let's take a second and say thank you to our advertising partners who have supported the show this week. 
I can't tell you how excited I am that this next company is an advertiser because it is an advertiser that I told our ad company to go pitch because I love them so much and I believe in their product. It's called Frame It Easy. It is the easiest, most affordable place to get any size custom art and photo frames online. I found them a couple of years ago through Google because I have a stack of things that I've wanted to get framed that honestly, I was scared to get framed and I was putting it off because I thought it was so expensive. And truthfully, in most frame stores, it is expensive. Here's the thing. Most sizes at Frame It Easy will cost around half of other online stores and around a quarter of what local shops or craft change would charge you for framing. So if you're someone that has got that stuff in a pile somewhere, maybe it's in your closet and you've been avoiding getting it framed, now is the time. Go to frameiteasy.com slash upside. And that uh, link, that URL is going to apply a 10% discount code to your order. Check out frameiteasy.com slash upside for 10% off your order. Callie and I are so excited to have Dinner Affair be a part of the Upside family. And we love the fact that you guys are wasting no time taking advantage of their $30 off deal and trying out Dinner Affair for yourselves. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Michelle. I love your show, and uh, I've also been ordering Dinner Affair, and oh my gosh, love it that you don't have to chop the onions, mince the garlic, and it tastes amazing. So thank you for that recommendation. Love y'all. Bye. Dinner Affair makes dinner easy. All you do is go online to pick your food and your delivery date. Then you get your meals delivered right to your house. You don't have to be home. And then you enjoy dinner. That's it. You get $30 off right now by visiting dinneraffair.com and using the promo code UPSIDE when you check out. That's $30 off by going to dinneraffair, D-I-N-N-E-R, AFARE.com using the code UPSIDE when you check out. As the weather is getting warmer, that means one thing in our house, and that is grilling season, baby. We love to grill in our house, but we don't always like to leave our house go to the grocery store, try to figure out which meat is fresh. No, 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 no. We order from ButcherBox. It is high quality, humanely sourced meat. And you can customize your box so it can have enough meat in there to last you a while. We put ours in the freezer. And then when we want to grill out or we're in the mood for some of their chicken or salmon or stuff like that, we take it out, put it in the fridge, and we always have meat around. They have options like 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and sugar and nitrate-free bacon. It's the way meat should be. Right now, ButcherBox is offering new members ground beef for life. That would be free beef for life. So that's two pounds of ground beef in every single box for the life of your subscription. Plus, they're giving you $20 off your first box. Go to butcherbox.com slash upside or enter the promo code upside at checkout. Again, that's butcherbox.com slash upside, or you can enter the promo code upside at checkout. A week or two ago, we were talking about the parents who left their kids' places. Mm-hmm. We played that that now viral video of the woman who drove all the way to school and realized she didn't have her kids yeah. in the car to drop them off. Uh, we get so many messages for from people who got left places. They're still coming in, but the prize has been won. 
And we can thank our listener, Maureen, for sending this story to me. It'll be my first of my three random things today. Mm -hmm. A plane in Malaysia had to turn back to Saudi Arabia after a passenger realized that she left her baby at the gate. This is a commercial. man. This is a commercial airliner. And the pilot has to radio in to flight control and say, um, can we come back? Oh my uh, passenger forgot her baby in the waiting area. And she on the pl- plane was refusing to continue the flight. She was losing her mind. Oh my gosh. I'm sure she was. That's so, awful. So, uh, you can hear some conversation between the air traffic controllers in the t- tower. And then finally says, uh, somebody says, okay, head back to the gate. This is a new one for us. And they went back and picked up the baby. Oh, my gosh. I bet she was losing her mind. Oh. My second random thing is uh, just a, a, a dumb fact, but will be fun next time you go to the grocery store. In the mid-90s, the average supermarket had 9,000 products. Hmm. The average supermarket today has 40 thousand. Wow. 40,000. That's almost five times as many. And I, I read that. And my first thought was, whoa, that's crazy. And my second thought was that's going to change the strategy of supermarket sweep when it comes back. It is. And what year did you say that they mid nineties was 9,000 nineties. Oh, Cause yep. I was thinking if it was like in the fifties, no, just yeah. 20 years ago. Wow. And now, uh, and now with 40,000 items in the grocery store, the strategy, the supermarket street sweep strategy, because that show's coming back, right? It is coming back, but a lot of it wasn't like an actual, did you just put those two things together or did you read the supermarket thing and somebody put it with supermarket sweep? No, I put it because- But it, supermarket sweep is like a fake grocery store. I know, but you, it was based on real prices. So everybody would run and get like diapers- because yeah. those are really expensive and you would run and you'd try to stock up on the really expensive stuff. Like the golden hams. The gold. Yes. And then I thought I would, that is one game show that I would do. But what does that have to do with, I, <laughs> maybe it's Friday and I'm just not thinking, but I don't understand what that has to do with the, um, the number of things in the fake supermarket. Because back when Supermarket Sweep was a, a show in the mid nineties, there were 9,000 items in the store, right? You knew what the five most expensive were. That's what you went for. Right. But it, that there doesn't th- necessarily mean that Supermarket Sweep is going to make a fake grocery store with 20,000 products in it. I'm just saying the oh. fact that there's nearly five times as many items means that the, the strategy will have to change. I think you should sign up for Supermarket Sweep. Wait, but isn't it a team game? I would be bad at that because I would panic. I was going to ask if I could sign up for it, but if I could do it with Natalie Dale. Natalie Dale. Okay. Natalie Dale is one of my girlfriends. She's known Jeff for, I met her through Jeff. She was in our wedding and she has been on how many game shows? I think uh, three, maybe. She is like the best game show contestant ever. And the only reason she doesn't do more is because there's a law that you can't, like you can't make a living off of being a game show host. Like there has to be an X amount of, yeah, there has to be an X amount of years between them. So she can only do like one game show every five years. I I don't think it's a law. I think it's just like a policy, a game show producer policy so that you don't end up with the same 50 people just rotating between all the game shows that exist. 
Although I would totally, that would be great. Cause then you could have fans that you could have like, you know, people could have followers like Holhauser or whatever. What's his name? The Jeopardy guy. Yeah. Like he has like fans and stuff. Like, I think that would be awesome. Like what if we could all root for Natalie Dale, like in supermarket sweep and then also see her on the prices, right? Is it okay? Is it weird? Is it weird for you? And do you think it would be weird for her husband, Matt, if I asked her to be just my wife for supermarket sweep? No, I think they would think it was amazing. And I think Matt Dale, knowing that he's so smart with business stuff and finance that he would probably be like, yeah, I'm going to negotiate a cut for her out of that winning money. Go ahead, Natalie. So, uh, and then you guys could come root us on like, yeah, I don't think you have to be a real, real couple. Just could be probably just as friends. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to have to run that by her. Uh, and then my third random thing is because of this coronavirus, uh, news stuff, the, the disease spreading across the globe, a lot of companies are, mandating certain segments of their employees work from home. I think the biggest is Twitter said, look, you know, we all don't have to be in the same building to do our jobs. Like right. let's We're all work. Twitter. Yeah. Let's all work remotely. Uh, well, there's companies capitalizing on that by making filters for your uh, video chat programs that put makeup on you and make it look like you're wearing professional clothes. Brilliant. Yeah. Zoom technology has one. Uh, there is an app. What is the name of it? Hold, please. Um, Telebeauty, which is, which was developed by Shishido. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, Telebeauty, which you can, it's made for women, but men can use it as well. And you can put it on your computer so that when you have to video chat in, to, to conference with your coworkers, you could have rolled out of bed nine minutes ago. But I'm it, totally into that. I just wrote it down. Um, so we could list that in the show notes. Cause I feel like people are going to want to know about that. Uh, there's an app based in China called chat game that is going to, uh, update with real time facial beautification features. The only thing that sucks is let's say the whole world has to spend the next month, like working from home. Mm-hmm. By the time we all go back and get face-to-face with our coworkers, you're going to be like, boy, you've really gotten ugly. You look so good on the video chat. All right, that's the end of my third uh, random thing. It's Friday. Time for Free Stuff Friday with Callie and Jeff. We give you free stuff just because it's Friday, mainly because we want you to listen to our show. So it's Bribery Friday. <laughs> what are we bribing him with this week, Callie? We have a, that was really creepy. You almost a little bit sounded like Santa Claus in that last. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Here's what you get. Um, we have a $200 gift card to Abel, and you are going to be able to get that gift card by texting the word women, W-O-M-E-N, to 800-434-5454. All right. I thought we could end the show this week with two really cool pieces of audio. Okay. The first is going to tie back into your bravery conversation. And you may have already seen this, Callie, because uh, you work in news and this was all over the place. But Alex Trebek released a statement, um, a health update. Yes. Did you get to hear it? I did. So... 
he is just, he is so, everything about him is so gentle and perfect and pure. Yes. And I think, and you get to pick next month's show clothes, but I think a shortened version of his words are how we could end the show every day. Okay. But if you did not hear it, uh, this is Alex Trebek. Um, he is now a one-year survivor after being diagnosed with stage four pancreatic pancreatic cancer, cancer which has a, a, a really not great survival rate. So he's he's feeling very blessed and shared these words with all of his fans. Now, I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were some good days, but a lot of not-so-good days. There were moments of great pain, days when certain bodily functions no longer functioned, and sudden massive attacks of great depression that made me wonder if it really was worth fighting on. But I brushed that aside quickly because that would have been a massive betrayal a betrayal of my wife and soulmate, Jean, who has given her all to help me survive. It would have been a betrayal of other cancer patients who have looked to me as an inspiration and a, a cheerleader of sorts of the value of living and hope. And it would certainly have been a betrayal of my faith in God and the millions of prayers that have been said on my behalf. If I, no, if we, because so many of us are involved in this same situation, if we take it just one day at a time with a positive attitude, anything is possible. That right there is brave. It's so brave. And he talked about some encouraging words from his doctor who says that in 12 months, uh, Mr. Trebek, you're going to be sitting in my office a survivor year two. So, I love that. Uh, so that's one. And then the second one is a little more personal. Uh, it's a message that we got on the voicemail line from a woman named Kristen who was hearing you talk about being brave, Callie, and has taken her own journey. And her and I have actually crossed paths before. Hey, Callie and Jeff. My name is Kristen, and I am calling in response to uh, when you talk about giving yourself credit for getting through a difficult time. I lost my husband in 2015 to a, an overdose, and um, in that moment, I was hopeless, and honestly, I felt lost. But since then, I've been able to reflect and, and feel like I can get through anything because I've, I've gotten through that. I mean, my threshold for for what I can get through is you know, set pretty high, but something that really helped me was your saying to keep moving forward. I knew I had to do that for my kids and for myself, and I have it tattooed on my arm, and at one of your old comedy shows, I had a photo taken with you. So thank you for what you're doing, and thank you for being our role models for getting some attainable positivity. Love y'all. I'm just like, it makes me really happy. I also kind of want to cry. The, uh, the, the truth is honestly that if nobody showed up to our party and everybody stopped listening to our podcast and all of our advertisers went away, the, the blessing that it has been to have an impact on people like Kristen who were just feeling pretty alone mm -hmm. and we're able to hear something that we said or relate to something that we said and find strength from that, that, that truly is payment a month. Yes. Enough, you know? Yes. So now that being said, I hope people come to our party. <laughs> 
to be honest. But if they don't, like that right there fills the soul. Yeah, it totally does. And that'll fill the soul for the whole weekend. So thank you, Kristen, for sharing that Thank you, Kristen. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Heads up, if you're listening to this on the day of release or the weekend of release, Sunday, we're going to go to bed and lose an hour while we're asleep. Daylight savings time is here. Which is bad news for me. It's bad news for two big categories of people. One, people with young children. Yes. Because now that it's going to stay light out later, it's going to be more difficult to get them in bed because they're going to be like, what are you talking about? It's not bedtime yet. Yes. And two, anybody who works early morning hours. Yes. Like if you are a third shifter or a first shifter that starts before sunrise, you're going to be all sorts of messed up. (laughs) Callie, when you go to bed on Monday, it's going to be bright out. Oof. I feel for all of you, the first responders who work overnights, nurses and doctors who work overnights, news people, media people. I used to hate this time of year. So don't forget to set your clocks ahead and sorry. I mean, Go to bed an hour earlier. I don't have to deal with it because, I mean, I get up when I want, you know. Mm. Hashtag self-employed. Good luck to the rest of you. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Caroline in Roswell. Just wanted to take a moment to white night for Jeff and the gloves while cooking. I don't know if it's a Northeast thing, but my sweet husband does the exact same thing, the same black gloves. And personally, I think it's genius. I mean, I never cook. So if he wanted to dress up like Dustin Hoffman in Outbreak and a full hazmat suit, as long as dinner's on the table every single night and I'm not cooking or grocery shopping, thrilled. So keep it up. I think it's awesome and love the show. Thanks. There's a lot of CBD products on the market and people use it for different things. Um, People use it when they have high stress levels to get more sleep and to help with energy levels. And here's, there's a lot on the market. It's really saturated, right? Here's why we like hemp fusion because they take CBD, they add omegas, they add terpenes, they add other natural ingredients. And here's what that does. That ensures that your body is actually absorbing the ingredients. So you get the most out of the product that you're buying. All CBD is not created equal. Everything Hemp Fusion does adds up to a better product and that ups to adds up to a better day for you. Hemp Fusion, it all adds up. Right now they're shipping anywhere in the US. You can use promo code UPSIDE for 20% off your first order and get free shipping at hempfusion.com. That is promo code UPSIDE. It gets you 20% off your first order plus free shipping at hempfusion.com. Use the code UPSIDE. Hi guys, this is Kim. Uh, listen to your show every day, and I just had to stop today's episode regarding the ADHD and losing of things and have to defend Callie. I live with this daily, putting things and forgetting two seconds later where I put them. My husband tells me this all the time. So, Callie, I totally agree with you. Unless you live with it, you don't understand what it's like in our brain and how we think of things and where we put them. Callie, I back you up 100%. Bye. Oh my goodness. I just had to pause the podcast. Do you know how many times I have looked in my purse for something? Can't find it. Look again. Still can't find it. 
And then I finally find it in my purse. Somewhere deep in the black hole of my purse, I find it. I am right there with you, Callie. Thanks. Bye. Hey, guys, it's Jen. Um, You guys have been talking about SpaghettiOs. I grew up on SpaghettiOs, the meatballs, the, the, the spaghetti, spaghetti, all of it. Grew up on it, but now I cannot stand the smell of that. As soon as somebody opens a can of it at work or at home or whatever, I have to leave. I cannot stand it. So, um, Callie, I'm with you. Sorry you had to endure that. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, guys. This is Michelle from Pennsylvania. SpaghettiOs, they are so, so, so good. My kids don't like them. My husband doesn't like them. I will eat them straight out of the can. And when I do heat them up, they're so good, topped with Ritz crackers. So try that one. Uh, SpaghettiOs with the meatballs, I'm not too fond of either. But, girl, try the SpaghettiOs. Thanks for all you do. Have a great day. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Melanie. I am. This is my first time calling, but I've been listening to you guys since the beginning and just want to say I love you guys. Anyways, I was listening to today's episode, and I had to stop and call because Jeff is talking about wearing those kitchen gloves when he's talking with he's handling that chicken, and I do the same thing because it is the best. You don't have to wash your hands when you're done, and you don't have to worry about that nasty chicken juice getting underneath your fingernails. It's the best. Anybody who has who's laughing at you is because they haven't tried it. I'm telling you, big, big supporter of the kitchen gloves. Anyway, just had to call and tell you guys. I'm going back to the episode. Hope you guys are having a great day. Bye. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Tracy from Kentucky. I have a funny story about someone being left by their parents. It's actually my husband. He was probably in early high school, and his parents took their youth group down to their lake house. His mom asked him to run down to the dock and get some life jackets or something. And when he got back up to the house, they were completely gone. This was back in the day, no cell phone. There wasn't great service down there anyway, so he just started walking. <laughs> he walked like three miles to get back to the church. And when he got there, he walked up to his mom, and she just was like, Hi, son. She had no clue that he had been missing that whole time to this day. Anytime it comes up, they just laugh so hard about it. So I just had to share that. Thanks, bye. Hey, guys, this is Michelle. I'm just curious. Am I the only one who finds it odd that Jeff will not touch raw meat, but he takes his phone into the bathroom? Just curious. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Have a great afternoon. Bye. Y'all, the poop flakes comment. That is hilarious. I am dying. So funny. That is my new go-to. Poop flakes. Have a good one. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Kayla from Indiana. I was wanting to call because I can totally relate to not wanting to touch raw meat. I always use gloves. I hate the texture, and I hate just knowing that there are possible germs that can make me ill. Uh, I've always had that, uh, so no judgment. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I was just calling because I was just listening to the episode where you were talking about putting in your contact lens at the eye doctor, and I work for an eye doctor, and yes, we are judging. If you do not wash your hands, we judge. Please, please, please wash your hands when you use your contacts. There are so many eye things that can happen that you just have no idea about, and it's okay. They haven't happened yet. They could. It takes 30 seconds. Wash your hands. Love your show. Y'all are awesome. 
Take care of your eyes. Bye. Did you poop your pants? <laughs> wow, what's so funny? <laughs> Is it funny that you pooped your pants? <laughs> Love you guys and hope you guys have a great day. Bye.